Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. Today's the 11th day of November. I'm Jill. So glad to be here with you. It's truly my joy, my honor, and uh, my privilege to be reading the Word of God. I don't know why I get to do this, uh, but I'm really grateful that I do. And I am so glad that you all are here uh, with me in community and uh, still individually listening and collectively we make up the beautiful body of Christ and I'm thrilled uh, that so many are taking this journey through the Bible to just allow God to speak to us and allow his word to wash over us to change us from the inside out that is the goal. Today we're going to read John chapters 14 through 17 in the New English Translation. John 14. Do not let your hearts be distressed. You believe in God, believe also in me. There are many dwelling places in my Father's house. Otherwise, I would have told you because I am going away to make ready a place for you. And if I go and make ready a place for you, I will come again and take you to be with me, so that where I am, you may be too. And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we don't know where you are going. How can we know that way? Jesus replied, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you have known me, You will know my father too, and from now on you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the father and we will be content. Jesus replied, Have I been with you for so long and you have not known me, Philip? The person who has seen me has seen the father. How can you say, show us the father? Do you not believe that I am the father and the father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own initiative, but the Father residing in me performs his miraculous deeds. Believe me that I am the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not believe me, believe because of the miraculous deeds themselves. I tell you the solemn truth. The person who believes in me will perform the miraculous deeds that I am doing and will perform greater deeds than these because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. Then I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he resides with you and will be in you. I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. In a little while, the world will not see me any longer, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live too. You will know at that time that I am in my Father and you are in me and I am in you. The person who has my commandments and obeys them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him 
and will reveal myself to him. Lord, Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, What has happened that you are going to reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, If anyone loves me, he will obey my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and take up residence with him. The person who does not love me does not obey my words, and the word you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. I have spoken these things while staying with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and will cause you to remember everything I said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give it to you as the world does. Do not let your hearts be distressed or lacking in courage. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father because the Father is greater than I am. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. I will not speak with you much longer, for the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me, but I am doing just what the Father commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Get up, let us go from here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He takes away every branch that does not bear fruit in me. He prunes every branch that bears fruit so that it will bear more fruit. You are clean already because of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine. So neither can you unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, because apart from me you can accomplish nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown out like a branch and dries up, and such branches are gathered up and thrown into the fire and are burned up. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you want, and it will be done for you. My Father is honored by this, that you bear much fruit and show that you are my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. Remain in my love. If you obey my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commandments and remained in His love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. My commandment is this, to love one another just as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, that one lays down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because the slave does not understand what his master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have revealed to you everything I heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that remains, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. This I command you, to love one another. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me first. If you belonged to the world, the world would love you as its own. 
However, because you do not belong to the world, but I chose you out of the world, for this reason, the world hates you. Remember what I told you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they obeyed my word, they will obey yours too. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin, but they no longer have any excuse for their sin. The one who hates me hates my father too. If I had not performed among them in the miraculous deeds that no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have seen the deeds and have hated both me and my father. Now this happened to fulfill the word that is written in their law. They hated me without reason. When the advocate comes, whom I will send you from the father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the father, he will testify about me. And you also will testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you all these things so that you will not fall away. They will put you out of the synagogue, yet a time is coming when the one who kills you will think he is offering service to God. They will do these things because they have not known the Father or me. But I have told you these things so that when their time comes, you will remember that I told you about them. I did not tell you these things from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to the one who sent me and not one of you is asking me, where are you going? Instead, your hearts are filled with sadness because I have said these things to you. But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I am going away. For if I do not go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me concerning righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer and concerning judgment because the ruler of this world has been condemned. I have many more things to say to you but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but will speak whatever he hears and will tell you what is to come. He will glorify me because he will receive from me what is mine and will tell it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what is mine and will tell it to you. In a little while, you will see me no longer. Again, after a little while, you will see me. Then some of the disciples said to one another, What is the meaning of what he is saying in a little while you will not see me. Again, after a little while, you will see me. And because I am going to the Father. So they kept on repeating, what is the meaning of what he says in a little while? We do not understand what he is talking about. Jesus could see that they wanted to ask him about these things. So he said to them, are you asking each other about this? That I said in a little while, you will not see me again after a little while. You will see me. I tell you the solemn truth. You will weep and wail, but the world will rejoice. You will be sad, but your sadness will turn into joy. 
When a woman gives birth, she has distress because her time has come. But when her child is born, she no longer remembers the suffering because of her joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. At that time, you will ask me nothing. I tell you the solemn truth. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive it so that your joy may be complete. I have told you these things in obscure figures of speech. The time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in obscure figures, but will tell you plainly about the Father. At that time, you will ask in my name, and I do not say that I will ask the Father on your behalf. For the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and entered into the world, but in turn, I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. His disciples said, Look, now you are speaking plainly and not in obscure figures of speech. Now we know that you know everything and do not need anyone to ask you anything. Because of this, we believe that you have come from God. Jesus replied, Do you now believe? Look, a time is coming and has come when you will be scattered, each one to his own home, and I will be left alone. Yet I am not alone because my Father is with me. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have trouble and suffering, but take courage. I have conquered the world. When Jesus had finished saying these things, he looked upward to heaven and said, Father, the time has come. Glorify your Son so that your Son may glorify you, just as you have given him authority over all humanity, so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you sent. I glorified you on earth by completing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me at your side with the glory I had with you before the world was created. I have revealed your name to the men you gave me out of the world. They belonged to you, and you gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they understand that Everything you have given me comes from you, because I have given them the words you have given me. They accepted them and really understand that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I am praying on behalf of them. I am not praying on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those you have given me, because they belong to you. Everything I have belongs to you, and everything you have belongs to me and I have been glorified by them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them safe in your name that you have given me, so that they may be one just as we are one. When I was with them, I kept them safe and watched over them in your name that you have given me. Not one of them was lost except the one destined for destruction so that the scripture could be fulfilled. 
but now I am coming to you and I am saying these things in the world so they may experience my joy completed in themselves. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but that you keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world. Set them apart in the truth. Your word is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, so I sent them into the world. And I set myself apart on their behalf so that they too may be truly set apart. I am not praying only on their behalf, but also on behalf of those who believe in me through their testimony, that they will all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. I pray that they will be in us, so that the world will believe that you sent me. The glory you gave to me I have given to them, that they may be one, just as we are one, I and them and you in me, that they may be completely one, so that the world will know that you sent me, and you have loved them just as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am, so that they can see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, even if the world does not know you, I know you, and these men know that you sent me. I made known your name to them, and I will continue to make it known so that the love you have loved me with may be in them, and I may be in them. What a beautiful and important reading we have today. These are the words of Jesus in the final Gospels before his arrest. So we must pay attention to that first and foremost. And secondly, we should probably pay attention to the words. It's a beautiful prayer, but it's an essential prayer. He's going away. And the world and the followers that have watched thus far cannot comprehend what is about to happen. And it's easy to believe when we have the evidence right in front of us. It's so much harder to believe when the evidence is gone. And so Jesus is explaining as much as he can to people who cannot comprehend that he's going away, but he's going to leave the Spirit of God with them so that they may continue to experience what they have already experienced in his absence. I can imagine it's a little bit like I see your lips moving, but I do not know what you are saying. I think that's probably would be my position if I didn't know everything I know now and I was standing there listening for the first time but that's purely speculation because that's not the case 
I want to share the commentary from the God of your story on this particular passage before we pray, because it is such an important passage. In John's gospel, we've spent the last several days listening to the final conversations between Jesus and his friends before Jesus' arrest. We concluded this conversation today with a prayer, and this prayer is one of the most heartful and engaging things Jesus ever spoke. This is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. Notice the simplicity of these words. The way to eternal life is to know God, not to know about God or to do the things on behalf of God, but to know God. The study of God and the work of God are a natural outpouring of a life with God and not the other way around. Knowing God in an intimate friendship is our primary purpose on this earth and leads us to eternal life. Jesus said, I'm not asking you to take them out of this world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them out into the world. Jesus' prayer was not to remove his friends from planet Earth, but rather to send them into the world armed with the truth of God's word and the spirit of truth within. And notice these words, just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them. Think about that. According to Jesus, we are commissioned and sent into the world in the same way Jesus was. Don't read that statement and automatically diminish it as a metaphor or something less than it really is. We are sent into the world as the Father sent Jesus. Are we living from this perspective? Does, do our lives reflect this reality? And lest we think that this was a prayer specifically over Jesus' disciples and that they got a commissioning and a version of the Holy Spirit we can never have, we must simply turn to Jesus' next sentence. I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me and through their message. Consider what Jesus prayed over all of us who will follow him. I encourage you to read John 17, 21 and 23 again one last time and see the subtle way we diminish the reality Jesus was praying for. Most of the time we look at this as a prayer for unity among us. And yes, it is that. But this isn't only about getting along and playing nicely together. This is about union. Jesus gave us the glory given to him by the Father. That is mind-blowing. But it was for a reason, so that we could have union with God through Jesus. Listen to the way Jesus describes this. As you are in me, Father, and I am in you, I am in them, and you are in me. This is what being intertwined with God looks like. This is what union and collaboration look like. This, friends, is what a relationship with God looks like, and only this leads to eternal life.
Father, today I pray that you would make us one, that we would be united together, not in beliefs, but in our love for one another, for our love for Jesus, for our love for the Father, and for our love of the Spirit of God. We thank you that you give us eternal life and that we have that now. It doesn't begin after this life. It has already begun. We only find that through you. And we are grateful. Pray this now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Daily Audio Bible is home base. That's the website. Check it out. If you have not, take a look around. If you would like to partner with us, we thank you so much for this partnership. We could not do this without you. If you're giving by mail, DAB PO Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee 37174, or hit the give icon. It's located at the top right-hand corner of your mobile app or look for the give icon on the website. If you need prayer, several different ways for you to reach out. 800-583-2164 or hit the red circle button up at the right-hand corner of your mobile device. You have two minutes on the prayer line. Hit submit, turn the wheel over to chronological and it will get to the right place. That's going to do it for me today. I'm Jill. One more day together this week, and then we will wind it on down. I look forward to it. Until then, love one another. This is Candy, Unraveled by God's Grace. Today is November the 6th, and um, the lady didn't give her name, but she is requesting prayer for Joshua, her son who has been suffering uh, from uh, back pain since he was 18. He's had surgeries and he's still suffering from chronic back pain. So, Father God, we just thank you and praise you, Lord God, for who you are. Your word says, ask and we shall receive. Knock and it shall be open. Seek and ye shall find. Your word also says that whatever we ask in Jesus' name, you will do it, that your name may be glorified through him. And Jesus, the word also says that whatever we ask in your name, it will be done, that the Father may be glorified through you. So, Lord, we are asking you, Lord God, to come and this time, Lord, and just touch, Lord God. Touch Joshua, Father God, and give him the healing that he is needing, Father God. Remove the pain far from him, Father God. And Father, I just cast out, Lord God, every demonic spirit, Lord God, that has been standing against him, Father God, and break every curse, Father God, off of him. Father, we pray, Lord God, that everything, Lord God, that, ha that has been placed upon him, Lord God, be loosed, Lord God, right now. We pray for the breakthrough, Lord God, of seeing him completely and divinely healed through your power, Lord, your healing power, for you are the great physician. We ask all these things, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. We're giving you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise for his healing in Jesus' name. We love you. Continue to stay steadfast. Continue to keep lifting him up. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Love you, Debsy family. Stay blessed. Peace be within you all. In Jesus' name. 
Hello, Daily Audio Bible family and friends. Hello, Brian, Jill, family. I just want to like for you all to pray for my granddaughter, Savannah. She has thyroid cancer, and they're going to remove her thyroid and parathyroids on Saturday, November 10th. And I would ask that all of you could please hold her up in prayer all week and on Saturday that um, you would pray to the Lord that, the, you, that he would lead the surgeon's hands and all the people involved in her surgery would have, um, that she would have favor and grace with and she would make a speedy recovery and not have any bad reactions to any of the surgery or anesthesia, that she would heal quickly again and that she would be able to stay healthy and never, never have any trace of cancer the rest of her life in her body and she's very young to go through this but she's handling it very well by the grace of God and just pray for her family too that you give them peace because they're all very worried and just um I thank you for all of your prayers in advance and Hello everyone, this is Cynthia from Texas. Um, I'm calling to pray for the two ladies who called in today, which is November 7th. Um, the first lady, I didn't get her name, but her mom was in a, supposed to be assisted living, um, and they just weren't taking good care of her mom, and she was asking, asking for prayer what to do about that. And then also Simone, oh my dear sweet sister, oh my goodness. Um, it just is so overwhelming to get so much really disturbing news all at once. And your story just reminds me of Job, <laughs> of how he just got thing after thing after thing all at once. And it was just like, oh my goodness. Um, but God is with you and God will guide you. And we are praying for you. Um, so Lord God, I lift up these two ladies I pray that you would give both of them wisdom, that you would give both of them guidance and direction. Um, I pray that you would give them peace, that you would quiet their hearts and help them to hear from you what is the best thing to do. Because Lord, you have the answers and you know exactly what they need. And um, you are our hope. You are our only hope. Um, and for Simone, I pray that you would give her wisdom in every area, the big picture wisdom of what to do with her job and where to go, and the small picture wisdom, what to eat, what things to take, what to do to, to help her body be healthier. Um, Lord, you are our great physician, you are our healer, you are our comforter, you give us peace. And so I pray all of this in Jesus' name, amen.